listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. What's up, Mets fans? Back at you. Orange and Blue Thing, Season 5, Woo-hoo! Episode 1, Season Premiere. How we doing? How we doing? Dar- Darren's going to be a problem this season. I might be a little bit of a problem. <laughs> I actually built a soundboard over the past like week or so. Just, you know, highlighting a few of my favorite sounds and uh-huh. some other like random ones that might not be appropriate for for the show, but I'm going to just hit them anyway. Because- He's been playing the fart noise for the past 10 minutes. I know it's immature, but once you have a soundboard, how could you not have a fart button on your soundboard? I guess that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. There's a lot of uh, maybe unfair things in the world. One being just the way that it shit on us for the past year. Correct. Um, You know, but things are somewhat becoming back to normal as far as like sports are concerned. Sure. The Knicks have some fans there. The, The Nets have some fans there. I don't know if the Islanders and Rangers do yet, but fans are going back to ballparks. And not that sports is so important in the grand scheme. But it is to some extent for right. a lot of people because it's like your biggest escape, you know, like it's normalcy. You've been a Mets fan forever. Yeah. Right. So like and, and, you know, we talked to Dave Wright on our last episode, which feels like forever. ago. I know. It's crazy. But it's such a, a big part. I mean, my whole life is based around this. Right. You know, so sports are a big deal and baseball's back. Um, you know, we talked about it, you know, privately or whatever, through text, whatever. Mm-hmm. The offseason that we just went through or the Mets just went through could honestly make up like a 10 hour podcast. Literally. I don't even remember the last time the Mets had an off season, just this interesting, not even like the things that they did, but just everything about it was like a spectacle. Right. Like we did. And it's, it's so like, this was the first off season in my recent memory as you know, I lived through the entire Wilpon era. That was just my whole existence. I don't remember an off season where we actually went into it thinking like we have a chance to actually get all of the big na- or some of the big names, right, like whatever. Right, right, right. Like the Lindor trade, I remember just being like, that doesn't seem real. Like this doesn't happen to us. So, yeah. But well, that's even- that, like, uh, you know, the expectation, not to cut you off, but the yeah. expectations, it's the expectations and um excitement around this team it's 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 like you said it's unheard of yeah for fan the fan base and for the Mets to like be in the conversation for every single offseason move there yeah. was like Springer yeah whatever we didn't get him Bauer I'm glad we didn't get Thank him God. Um, sorry but not curse this is not <laughs> you know it is somewhat a kid show but you're allowed yeah. to drop an f-bomb here or there um but yeah I mean I I, I urge the fans watching as we're we are live right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. For the first time, we're doing three platforms at the same time, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. The, the YouTube used to go up afterwards, and so did the Instagram. But now we can see everyone's comments in one spot, which is something different. We're getting for us. fancy. So if you guys want to chime in, go ahead, shoot some some comments off. We'll pull them into the into the stream here. But mm-hmm. to be included in every conversation was something. I'm 40 years old, mm-hmm. and I saw a Shoemaker yesterday, and he's like, "You got to stop, you know, letting people know how much of an age gap there is between you and Julia." <laughs> And I said, like, why? Because it makes you feel old, too, because he's my, we're the same <laughs> yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in my lifetime, you know, 86, I was kind of too young to remember it. Right. We haven't had this much excitement going into a season I like, know. ever. I know. And the fact that we might not be there on opening day next month. That's is what I was going to ask. I was going to ask you if you remember 86 at all or if like 
you know, whatever next world series is going to really be like the first one for you. Because like me personally, I don't know what it's going to look like come October, but I'm trying to just be as realistic as possible. And like, if you told me this time last year that October would have looked like what it did, I would have thought you were crazy. So my expectations are super low. I can't fathom i don't think there's any way that if the mets are in the playoffs they're packing the stadium to capacity i just don't think that's going to happen and that is so depressing to me like when i think about especially because i was at every we were at every home playoff game in 2015 to go from that which was like really my first like 2006 i was like 10 11 whatever sorry (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh, i didn't i only went to like one of those playoff games but like to be there and be in it and now like that's my standard for like postseason baseball until like realistically i will probably have to watch every game from my couch probably won't be able to be in a packed bar watching with people like i obviously want the mets to win and i want them to succeed but like i am so like I can't let myself get too excited because I don't want my expectations to be so high and then yeah, yeah, just yeah. be sad. I mean, if you lived in Tampa, you could be in a packed bar. Right <laughs> I now, know. But, you know, that's kind of like the, one of the main reasons I'm not going to spring training tomorrow. Like yeah. spring training opening day. Oh, did uh, you decide you're not going at I'm all? I'm not going. Okay. Uh, first time in like 10 years, I'm not yeah. going. My first time I went, I drove down and stayed for like two weeks. I remember way too long. that. But, you know, since then I haven't missed a year. And yeah. then we started doing the outings, I don't know, like five, six years ago. But, you know, the Mets were really cool about reserving the berm for us they call mm-hmm. it the hill now which i will never accept no, it's, it's called the, the hill. berm it's the berm <laughs> but we have a thousand tickets you right. know we always pack it out we do the thousand tickets and um they held on to all of them for us until they got the restriction you know yeah. everything was put in place for the plan and they saved 100 for us and the way that like the internet works as far as like our tickets are concerned i didn't want to put that on like a public sale because right. you remember back in the day where like uh, our site would crash Yo, and people would get pissed. That was the most stressful <laughs> time of my life being a Mets fan was trying to get seven line opening day tickets before you could like be a season ticket holder know you had them. Yeah, how do you think the I felt? Because I'm sitting there pushing like the start button and then like <laughs> seconds in, I hit like refresh and like the site would just be like, right, right. right. like, all right, the site crashed again. <laughs> so anyway, um, I didn't want to put them on the public sale. So how many we have 600 and how many members do we have 600 and how many 635 that's lizzie in the background 635 members but how many of those do you think renewed out of the 635 you told me this last week it was something like 602 602 people renewed of the 630 whatever so god bless but that's insane we allowed them the option to go to spring training opening day so it's like you know it 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 you let us keep your money if you want to go spring training. Go ahead. <laughs> it shrunk down like the the focus group if you want to call them. Right. Who can purchase the tickets? So those fans are going tomorrow. I decided um, I'm not going. I just I, I feel comfortable being at a game. Yeah. I would be fine on the hill, the mm-hmm. berm, whatever you want to call it, because it's pod seating. Right. So you fit four people in a pod. I actually asked them to like reserve a pod from for just me. I was going to yeah. be four in there. I was you know I was going to pay for them, but um, I was going to travel solo, and I don't necessarily want to sit next to you know, no offense, like a stranger in the right. group who I don't trust. Like we trust each other. That's why right. like we're, we're in here right we now. We know we're both hygienic safe. and doing our best to stay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm not going. So right. anyway, uh, the game itself would have been fine. I didn't really want to fly right now. Yeah. I don't want to be on a plane with a stranger next to me for like four hours Yeah. and then um, whatever. So that's why I'm not going. But so uh, tomorrow, if you are going, have fun. I know a lot of our friends down there. So Evan wins down there. I know. I saw that too. I, d- I don't even know how pod seating is supposed to work on the berm like i guess it just i'm trying to picture like well, picture what it normally is now it's shrunk down to 100 people but it's not even that it's just like 
I, when I go to Port St. Lucie, that is when I go to my designated retirement community to get fucked up for a few days. Like, that's what I do. I'm drunk the entire time. I walk into the stadium. I'm drunk. I'm drunk on the walk. Of course. Of course, responsibly, of course. Like, um, but anyway, so I can't imagine like sitting in a pod on the berm and not just like rolling out of my pod you know I think, <laughs> into someone else's. <laughs> like, I think a lot of this is almost kind of like lip service to an extent. Yeah. Like you have to put out like these are the rules. The guidelines. And then if you don't follow them, you don't follow them. But right. like, you know, I went to a lot of motocross races over the over the last summer. You know, as we know, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, they did have a lot of strict rules. And not that people were reckless with it, but it's right. like you can't sit on the bleachers and then people were, but they right. were distanced, you know. Um but the rules there are like the, the picnic tables that a lot of people like to stay out of the sun. They're I gone. Oh, that's so, so if you're going sad. Tomorrow, not only that, they're not doing nine inning games. So it's like, imagine I flew down there and then tomorrow they do like five inning. Wait, all of innings. them are not nine innings? They have the option to play nine, but no one yesterday played a nine inning game. That's so stupid. So they're doing like seven. The reason being is the MLB and the teams, I don't know who agreed on this or came up with the rule. Right. They're bringing less players to the games. Yeah. So they're just trying to not have like eight million guys in the dugout. That makes sense. That's so I, I feel bad players, for like, like games over. Yeah, I feel bad for like the lower level minor leaguers who are like, like they're not going to get much time to play. They're not going to get many eyes on them. I don't even know if minor league camps have reported yet. I don't even know if the minor leaguers that aren't invited to big league camp are there. It sucks, man. It's yeah. such a. I mean, they got reasons behind it, but like I get it, of course. But I think I heard somewhere too. I don't know the exact rule, but like a manager can just decide that the inning's over. I know. I saw that when like they're like, oh, like, like our, our pitcher threw 40 pitchers. Like we're good. I know. And then they're like, they would just like go to commercial. I wish TV. we could have that in real games sometimes. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. But no, I can't. That's, that's not baseball. Like I know it's fake baseball anyway, but like, I don't know. It's so weird. And it's like, it makes you wonder what of these weird things will end up just staying by the time things are back to normal because it's just has become like, easier financially easier like like the extra inning rules yeah and seven inning double like that was just I supposed to be it. i know it's supposed to just be pandemic baseball but like they're gonna try and keep doing it because yeah. it's better for i don't know whoever even I, when you're sitting there baking in the sun yeah. for like a double header like 18 inning first game of a double header you're like damn you got to be here for another like i know five hours after that like there's something fun about that i love that it's like i don't know it just reminds me of being at like summer camp a double header it's just like you're there all day like what i love it i don't know long i mean i can't even say that because every time i think now of extra inning games i think of david wright's last game and that was so that sucked. that was miserable but i but it was miserable because you were waiting for what was happening after the game yeah whereas like you remember the philly trip in 2014 that went like 14 innings yep, and yep. like it was miserable because the Mets were up by like three runs and they blew it late in the game. Thank God they ended up winning. But like, I was still enjoying myself too. Cause they like last call seventh inning. You're yeah. There for like four more hours. Yeah. Like, it's like a whole second game you're hung over before you leave <laughs> <laughs> the bus ride. Do home. you remember? Well, we won that game. So that was good. Thank God. And, Thank um, you. David Right. Do you remember the question today right last year? Like what was harder? Um, <laughs> waiting through that like zero, zero game or giving right. your speech. <laughs> <laughs> but it's honestly like, Especially for him. He was probably like, he's not, he, he said it. He hates public speaking. That was probably miserable for him. I'm like, oh my God, like, come on, let's just get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't, the runner on second, I hate no, it. No, I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. it. And it's crazy too, that opening day, like the home opener, we're a month from opening day. The Mets are starting in DC, but the home opener is on uh, the 8th. That's 38 days away. Yeah. And they still don't know if they're going to do the DH or not. I mean, I guess like it's a talking point. They both want it, but they just can't agree. But that's um, like so just irresponsible. These 
teams need to know like how they need to construct their roster. Right. Like, right. do we have a place to put this person in the field? Do we need to? Do we have an extra bat? Like, I don't know how. That must be so frustrating as like a team owner and even like a player who like would thrive as a DH, but maybe not. Like they're missing out on. Right, I mean, right, right. Well, it would certainly. I mean, it was built for our team. You right. Know, then you you always get Tom and Pete I out know. there. Like it's it would work. That that's gonna be the tricky thing this year. Getting them both. I mean, is Dom just now an everyday outfielder? Is that what we do? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. L F G M. I saw your hand go from the mouse. I knew a noise was coming. So we got to give a special <laughs> shout out, obviously, to our friends over at Dugout Mugs. They're hooking you guys up again. So go to dugoutmugs.com/sevenline. All one word, just seven. The number seven, L-I-N-E, and you can get a free knob shot which is really cool. They did this also last year. All you got to do is pay the shipping and handling. If you already have the Mets one, maybe you want to pick up one for a friend or family member that mm -hmm. might not be a Mets fan for whatever reason, <laughs> and you're still friends with them. Um, go to oh, go to dugoutmugs.com slash seven line. Great friends of the show. This is their second year being a part of, of uh, Orange and Blue thing. And also the seven line. We've been doing a couple things with them. We have the send the beer guy mugs. Mm -hmm. they, they do a lot of great things over there. Uh, they just upgraded their warehouse down in Florida as well. Great business. Great guys behind the brand, and um, they have a lot of different options too. So if you see this this knob shot, you want to pick that up. That's free. Just pay the shipping, but also go to their website and check out all the special offerings they have. They make great gifts. They have uh, a whole bunch of stuff in the works too that I don't think I can talk about yet, <laughs> but they got a lot planned. Trust so definitely us. <laughs> trust us. It's going to be awesome. Go to dugoutmugs.com right now. Or actually, after the show's over, because I don't want you to yeah, don't you know, leave. Don't leave. Leave the stream. But dugoutmugs.com slash seven line, one word. And get this knob shot for free. You want to show this off, Julia? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, God. I hope I can center it. Just So the knob shot is the right. bottom of a baseball bat hollowed out. Pour your favorite beverage in there. Uh, beers. Actually, maybe not beers. You're not doing shots of beers unless you're doing no. like, What do they call that? The power hour? Is it power hour? I don't drink. I love when beer. When you do like a shot of beer. Um, anyway, whatever. Head on over there and pick that up. Yeah. So we talked about this before we went live. I've been drinking a gallon of water a day. Oh my god! I started doing that last year, and I told you you're gonna feel like a pregnant woman and well, have to pee every two hours. I've been having to, so I haven't don't have, haven't had to go yet. It's like 15 minutes Fingers into crossed. the show, but it's pretty cool that it has like this motivation. I have the same the thing. It cheers me on. It's great. So what time is it now? It's 1:15. I'm already up to the three. Actually, I'm about the two o'clock mark here. Okay, that's a lot of freaking water. It's a lot of water. Yeah. So I'm on like day four. Just water, no caffeine. It's going pretty good. It's so nice, though. You but uh, I refreshed. do feel like I have to explode every two seconds. But, um, <laughs> also, now that we have this little soundboard here. Happy birthday! It is Michael Conforto's birthday today. <laughs> Maybe if you're watching live, you want to throw a little like birthday cake emoji here in the chat. Um, Conforto is 28 years old. and Crazy. This is his, what? He's been up Seventh since 2015. Year? He got sent down in 16. Did he? For a little I don't remember bit. That. Yeah, he got sent down to the minors for a little bit. But he, you know, he was in the World Series. Right. I was. I mean, I just think of it. He was World yeah. Series has been here ever since. But I was thinking about it too. Like you're obviously we talk about this all the time. You're younger <laughs> than me. But Pete Crow Armstrong. Pete Crow Armstrong. I know. Outfield prospect is 18 years old. I mean, that's like a baby to me. Well, I could be his dad. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like realistically, I, could I know. Be his dad. He's um, so little. But. You know, it got me thinking, like, who's the old guy on the team now? And it's Cookie Carrasco. I know. Who is going to be, I wrote it down, he's going to be 34 on March That's 21st. That's not even old. Yeah, but he's the oldest I guy know. on the active roster. Which is amazing, because wasn't it a couple years ago we had, like, the oldest team in baseball? We had Bartolo. We had Bartolo Colon. I remember, maybe it was a while back. Dyer. In, like, 2012, we had, what was his name? Miguel Batista. Uh -huh. It was like super old. Like I remember we had a super old bullpen and like I think we had like the oldest team in baseball. So 
times are changing. So to be 34, and you know, um, Degrom's up there. Degrom's like 33. I know because he got he got a late start in pitching too. I, he so. wasn't like a top prospect. He wasn't supposed to be like this, you know, first round draft pick, come up, whatever. But um, it worked out. Yeah. So uh, listen, like we talked about, we could go through like a whole hours and hours of what happened this offseason to nauseam. Uh, but we talked about it and I wanted to see if you can come up with a little breakdown of what went down this offseason and kind of condense it. I tried. So let's see if you could fire that off. I made it fun. I made it educational. <laughs> it's the ABCs of what the Mets did this offseason. Let's hear it. Okay. A is for a lot of shit. So listen. B is for Brody, who got fired the second Steve Cohen took over. This is not in chronological order, by the way. It's alphabetical. C is for Canada, which is where Steve and Matt's lives now. D is for Davis, as in JD, who is our current starting third baseman, which is something. Um, Conforto. E is for engaged, if we're talking Michael Conforto, although I really wish E would have been for extension, but I digress. Uh, F is for Francisco Lindor, who is actually our shortstop now. G is for GameStop, who indirectly made Steve Cohen temporarily quit Twitter for a little bit. Uh, H is for Hello Jerry, because Jerry Blevins signed a minor league deal is back with the Mets. I is for I can't believe we're still talking about black jerseys. Yeah. J is for Jared Porter, who was our GM for about 62 unanswered minutes. Uh, K is for <laughs> Khalil Lee, a new top prospect who the Mets acquired in a three-team trade from the Royals. L is for lots of pitching, including Trevor May, Joey Lacesi, and I think I said that right. It's the Italian pronunciation, right? Lacesi? We'll figure it out. Uh, Jordan Yamamoto, to name a few. M is for McCann, our new catcher. N is for 99 miles per hour, which is what Jacob deGrom came out throwing his first live BP of camp, which is just insane. O is for Ohio, which is where Ahmed Rosario and Andres Jimenez play now. P is for postseason odds, which the Mets currently rank as the fourth most likely team to make the playoffs in all of baseball, which is yeah. awesome. Q is for qualifying offer, which lucky for us, Marcus Stroman accepted and also gave me something to use the letter Q for. Uh, R is for real life, which is what Pete Alonso quit social media to focus on. S is for Seaver Vineyards, which is where uh, Taiwan Walker chose to get his celebratory bottle of wine from when he signed with the Mets, which we loved. T is for Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer, who, thank God, did not sign here. He is with the Dodgers. <laughs> that was a great use of that. That was awesome. Uh, U is for unsolicited text messages, something Mets personnel have apparently sent a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Okay. I gotta rein it in. Uh, v is for vaccine, which is the very valid reason that the extremely immunocompromised cancer survivor, Carlos Carrasco, was late to camp. So he is all is forgiven. Uh, w is for wins, which the Mets are projected to have 95.9 of uh, this season. 95.5, I'm sorry. Not that it matters. Same thing. Um, X is for Xavier and 80 because I could not think of anything else and it made me wonder how he was doing. Uh, y is for you may or may not be able to go into the stadium to watch a game this year. We'll see. And Z is for Zach Scott, who don't blink, is currently our GM. And now you know your ABCs. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. I love the soundboard. <laughs> I absolutely love the soundboard. That was so great, Julia. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so you brought up Michael Conforto mm -hmm. and the extension and the engagement. Um, you know, Sandy came out today. I think he was like a, I don't know who, if it was like streaming live on, yeah. on SNY or whatever, but uh, he met with the press and they had a lot of questions for him. And he did mention that he is going to try to extend Conforto, Lindor, and Noah. Oh. 
awesome. Like this, like now. Like now, but like before now. the season starts. Yeah, because, you know, if the, it drags on, Lindor came out and said he does not want to have discussions right. during the season, which I understand. They want to focus. And Absolutely. The same reason, like, Pete deleted his, his social media. I'm sure he just wants to, like, focus on get baseball. on with it, you know? Yeah. So uh, that came out this morning. So I was looking it up. I'm sure you heard. Mm -hmm. But when Tatis Jr. got his extension, 14 years, $340 million. Insane. He only played, like, 60 games or I something know. like that. He played I know. last season and a little bit of the season before, but, like, that's, like, pretty small sample I know. to decide that you're going to give this guy that much money. an incredible talent, but like, God forbid he gets injured Last or something. Year's like tough though because you're playing against only your division. Right. Again, he has an incredible talent. Right. You know, he's got a, like a lot of swag. I love that. I love I that. He's so fun and he's great for the game. I'm all about it. Totally. But yeah. But that's that's a big that's a big chunk. That's, that's a scary number. Um. So it was the third largest extension in MLB history. Number one being Mookie Betts, twelve mm. years, three hundred sixty-five million dollars. Number two, Mike Trout, ten years, three hundred sixty million. And Trout put in like so much work to get to that point I to know. get that extension. I know. He was around for a while before and he Tatis got that. kind of like a little blip on the radar and he's yeah. already getting, you know, getting paid, which is great for him. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping they work that out. I mean, you know, Lindor, like people keep asking, like um, maybe there's some comments about it too. Every time I write about like, oh, we got some new stuff coming out. Shout out tomorrow. We got a whole bunch of stuff come out in the site. Um, when are we making Lindor stuff? And not that I don't want to, right? but player stuff, I understand. We could sell a bunch of Lindor yeah. shirts right now. But when we stock our shelves, like let's say they'll sell out and we restock and then they're sitting on the shelves right. and then they collect dust. He doesn't he doesn't sign an extension and yeah. he's out of here in a year. Yeah. They're just they're they're we all got to get our money worth here, you know. Yeah. So I'd love to see an extension and the second that happens then of course we would drop some Lindor stuff because the guy so far has been above and beyond like phenomenal. I know. The way he's been with like He's the just other players. So, he's like an extra coach. I really. And he's just so gung ho Mets. Like he's all about like, we all know he dyed his hair blue. We can't stop yeah. talking about it. I hate it. I hate hearing that. I know. I, I wrote know. the other day, like Lindor's blue hair. Like, it's like hearing Mike Baxter Lind from Whitestone. Or like, uh, <laughs> Kirk, no, Max lives in Long Island yeah, yeah. or Conforto was in the league world series. It's like the new everyone thing. has to write like, Oh, do you know that, uh, right. Lindor's blue hair? Like, yeah, but yeah. I do applaud that he dyed his hair blue. Yeah, it shows cool. enthusiasm. What was it? The the coming to America jacket yeah, that he great. was wearing is awesome. Like I love it. Um, He's so got sneakers coming out, Lindor ones. Yeah, I mean he's showing every possible interest and in, like please resign me. <laughs> like yeah. let's talk. I'm yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So hopefully that gets done soon. Please. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean I hope it happens. I mean the guy's obviously a tremendous talent and you know right. um, he definitely can shine on the big stage too. It's like he he had a lot of big moments. He mm -hmm. played you know played uh, very well out there in uh, Cleveland. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. um, as far as the merch is concerned, I'm not really sure about merch yet, but uh, we will see. So uh, shout us out in the comments. If you want to uh, contribute a little bit towards the show, we are also doing like our weekly share contest. So share the show and we will pick some people out next week to win some stuff. We're also going to do a couple rounds of big apple trivia in a little bit. <laughs> so if you want to do that, the way that's going to happen is straight through the comments. So, I understand that every like Julia says this on Big Apple Trivia, yeah. everyone's stream is slightly different. So right. like I'm seeing Patrick comment right now and Nancy and Matthew, like they might not see it the same way. And we, we see also it. have the comments across different platforms. Right. All so, of the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter comments we're seeing in one, one feed. spot. So you cannot judge by what you see of who won because we're seeing We're not from, lying to you basically. No. I never am. Why? What interest do I have in lying to the people? But so if you guys watch Big Apple Trivia, these questions are going to be like when we did the between innings question where I basically just ask a question. Let's do it now. You Fuck answer. It. Awesome. I'm so excited. This, <laughs> these questions are all specifically off-season themed. So <laughs> I'm already over All right, it. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So the first question I mentioned, we we signed Trevor May. So Trevor May had a brief side career as a DJ before baseball. What was his full DJ name? It's incredible. Do you have the answer? Do you know the answer? I don't know the answer, but first person to correctly answer in the comments. Oh, yeah, because you can't see the comments. Yeah. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> Do you want to say it again? I will read the question again. I can't remember. Uh, Trevor May had a brief side career as a DJ before baseball. What was his full DJ name? This and might there, be a hard one. There, is this a hard one? There is video of it on YouTube. What was it again? Hold on. It's an incredible name. And does spelling count? Eh, if, if not enough people are getting it now. <laughs> All right. But the, usually it does. All right. So here's the winner. Okay. Uh, he wrote DJ Hey Beef, but H-A-Y, but it's H-E-Y, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. So that is, uh, I'll just replay, I'll rewind this and reach out to you a little bit later. T underscore struck wonder. Woohoo. I will hit you up later. That was coming in from Periscope. So shout out awesome. to you. Yeah. Uh, Trevor May, you can look it up. Oh, wait, it's on, on YouTube. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it's on YouTube. If you search Trevor May DJ Hey Beef, you will find incredible footage of him DJing as DJ Hey Beef. Oh, and, and the winners today got a $10 gift card. So that's what you're going to get. Yes. Standard, standard bat rewards. Um, are we going on to the next one? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. This one will be easier. You can literally just guess and maybe you'll get it right. But here we go. Who had the longer tenure? Carlos Beltran as Mets manager or Jared Porter as Mets GM? Who do you think? It's one or the two. First name, last name spelled correctly because it's so easy. I just wanted to double check. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Yep. Okay. So Beltran is the correct answer. Uh -huh. Again on Twitter, all Periscope, EJ underscore Sullivan 11. Congrats to you. Woohoo. I think that person played trivia on Instagram. If their Instagram name is the same, it sounds familiar. But yeah, uh, Carlos Beltran was our manager for 76 days. <laughs> Jared Porter was our GM for 36 days. He lasted that? just over a month. So that's sad. Um, all right, guys. Last one. This is a little more recent. What two things did Noah Syndergaard tell Trevor Bauer to meet him at the bottom with in their Twitter fight last week? You can go on Noah's Twitter and find the answer. I think it's funny that right after that, Twitter fight or whatever that was, that's when Pete like deactivated. Yeah. It's like I had enough. Maybe it was just yeah, like uh, over it. I don't know. It was amazing. Noah clearly won that that whole thing. But if you didn't know whoever runs Noah's Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but basically how it got there was um no, it, Trevor was just being a child about an innocent joke Noah made. And then Noah posted a gift that said keep digging of like whatever. And Trevor was like, I'll meet you at the bottom. Do you have an answer? And you do. And it is Patrick uh, Piccioni. Okay. Piccioni, I don't know. Uh, his drone and a mixtape yep. was the correct answer. So I will contact <laughs> these three winners right after the stream and you'll get a $10 Perfect. gift card. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, Trevor Bauer is very into himself and his content, which it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, he always has like a drone. He's always recording everything. And he is another person who had a previous music career and another life. I can't even imagine Yo, that. it's awful have you heard, no, it? Never heard it i can't i cannot i don't know i sincerely don't know if it was intended to be serious or not because it is so cringy i cannot sit through more than five seconds of it it's cringy. painful <laughs> it's painful look it up if you feel like torturing yourself today uh trevor bauer music i'm sure you could find it on twitter somewhere it's awful but um yeah i don't know if i want to hear that no it's really bad and it just made me like and i heard it like when he was still free agent whatever and like everything trevor bauer aside it just made me not want him so much more <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, I cannot have this person on my team. It's so bad. So let me ask you, we'll go back to the Pete Alonso stuff. Yeah. Could you picture yourself deleting social media? Could you picture yourself deleting your account? I, okay. 100%. So I, I took a Twitter break for a while last year. I was gone for maybe like six or seven months. The only reason really? I, yeah. The only reason I stay with Twitter is because, I mean, I don't read newspapers. It's how I get my news. It's how I know what's going on in the world, huh. baseball, whatever. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram, I would love to be able to delete, but I get like all my publicity for my business that I run is like, I don't do, I don't pay advertising. I do Facebook mom groups. That's where I own a dog sitting, sitting and walking business for those who don't know. And all of my business just comes through like Facebook mom groups, the Instagram page, whatever. So I need to have accounts there. Yeah. Um, two election seasons ago, I would have been off Facebook if I, if I had the choice, but um, yeah, I don't know. Twitter is kind of what keeps me in the loop of things. I don't know. I could maybe just like lurk and not maybe post. Like an egg account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't Rose know. did for like three years. Yeah. I also just feel like nowadays it's like, I don't know. It's how you just stay, especially now. It's how you stay in touch with people. We can't see people as much as we'd like to. It's just how you know what's going on. So, um, but if I'm Pete Alonzo and my full-time job is baseball and I'm surrounded by my team already, he's down there. It's not like he needs to keep in touch with people. Who needs that noise? Right, right, I don't. Right. So, I mean, I could yeah. never delete, obviously, the Sevalon accounts, but like... Same thing. It's for business purposes. You can't do it. My personal life, yeah, I, I see myself doing it. I bet you if Kelly is definitely watching this right now. She's like, <laughs> absolutely not. You couldn't. But um, <laughs> I think deleting my personal ones, like I don't do much on Facebook either, but you have yeah. to have it for... Right, for to log bit. in. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Instagram, whatever, like shit like that. But um, I think it's a little it's a little weird, though, for Pete. I, I understand why he did it. You know, he just wants to focus. Or yeah. I think that's what he said. Like, I want to live in real life. Mm -hmm. But like, he's got the the foundation and stuff. So I feel like not having his main account might hurt the amount of like publicity he can get for his foundation because sure. he's like retweeting it and sharing stuff. Yeah. So Homer's for Heroes, um, you know, does great things. So, um, you know, maybe he'll come back in the off season next year. I don't right. Know. We'll I mean, see. it's also he can enlist the help of the Mets official accounts to like right, help right, right. promote that kind of stuff and get around it that way. But I get it. Like, I, I agree. If you're run a business or any kind of thing where like you need to promote something, it's very hard to completely detach yourself from social media because that's where you're doing most, if not all of it. So great comment just came in from Facebook. I stay on Facebook just for the show. Wow. Wow. Well, how about that? That's, I don't know if that's Aria. Nice. That's Aria. I don't know if that's true. He just wanted to <laughs> see his, his mug there on, on our screen. Here. But that is so nice. But uh, that is nice. Th thanks for uh, the shout. That's awesome. Um, so if you, I'm sure you've seen it because you're, you know, you're locked in on the internet and obviously you're a big part of the brand now, but right. we are in the search of content creators and that's like not a position that's ever going to like go away. It's like, right. there is no deadline. Just didn't press us. If do something doing funny something and cool. And you yeah. know, we've been sharing some videos and um you know ricky diffendale he's a he's a teacher so he's been doing mm -hmm. like the remote learning stuff he, yeah he lives out in um i don't think it's, i think he lives in like the rockaway area um it ends up that we both had the same wedding dj like uh, dj teddy from <laughs> really? fadden's was his his wedding dj also. oh that's so funny so we have a lot in common and we've been sharing a lot of his like videos and stuff like that that mm -hmm. he's been doing like his songs yeah, yeah, yeah and um uh so the content call like creator call went out on the internet i got hundreds of people to reply and you, you might be surprised or maybe not like a lot of them are, were so like cookie cutter, like the same exact blog post about Trevor Bauer, the same exact video about right. why we shouldn't like why they're happy we didn't get spring. Like nothing really like stood out that much. Right. Um, 
you know, and I'm not shitting on it. Like I appreciate no, the I, effort and time people it's, put it's into it. It's very hard. And that's what I always tell you when you always ask me to do things. And my first response to anything is I don't want to do something that everyone else is already doing that I bring no unique perspective to. Because I mean, especially with like blog posts and stuff, like if it's just like talking about, you know, a player transaction that just happened, like I don't have anything unique to add to that other than like my feelings, which are very similar to pretty much everyone else's. So I, and that's why I'm kind of glad you're branching out to more professional people in that aspect. Cause I feel like at least people with like journalism degrees or like any kind of sources or anything like it's just as important better. to always have that though. You know, like I, know. I have zero experience in any of this shit. I know. Like, kind of just, I'm not that I'm a, like a great blogger or anything, right. but like kind of just learn it. And just like some it. things you can't be taught. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, anyway, so Ricky's been, you know, what's crazy about Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big Rangers fan. And he won a contest to be hired by MSG as like a fan, some kind of like fan ambassador. I'm totally screwing up the name of whatever it was. No so way. So he gets hired corona. his first day on the job, like the whole thing with Corona happened <gasps> and he only got to work one day and then like that was it. MSG was closed. So like he got the job. They went through the whole casting <laughs> that call. That was the exactly process. my face when Darren told me. That MSG is so sad. About it was like the process of hiring him and then like, yeah, he's just. He, he got his dream job for a day. That's so unfair. When God, fingers crossed things go back to normal. Are they going to like bring him back? Or is that one of those things that just gets cut in COVID protocol? I think it was through like Pepsi or something. It was like a sponsored like contest. That is so cool. That sucks. Then he came to us and I was like, well, it's cool. Give him whatever he wants. (laughs) Now I feel bad. (laughs) Give him whatever he wants. I was like, you ever write a Met song? He's like, yeah, not yet. And then like, a half hour later, he had a Trevor Bauer song. See, like, that's talent. That's I can't do that. And he was wearing his, <laughs> his tie and his button up because he was clearly doing like remote learning right, at home. Right. And he took a break to do the song, went back to teach the kids. I'm like, this guy's great. That's awesome. Um, so anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up now is he wrote a song about the offseason that we're going to play right now. So this is Mr. My ABC's his competition. Ricky Diffendale. This is obviously going to be better. Go, Ricky. <laughs> Rockin' at City Field What a time to rep the orange and blue 
Excellent. So I, I could not hear any of that, but I totally know that he said LFGM at the end of that. It was so <laughs> animated. But um, Lizzie could hear it. And judging by how um, entertained she was, I'm willing to bet it was better than my ABCs. Good job, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, we got a comment here from Brian Shoemaker. More talented than the Beatles. <laughs> uh, this mother trucker is amazing. From Jeremy. <laughs> um, are we playing What's in the Box? No. Some people always want like free stuff. <laughs> no, we're not doing much in the box today. Maybe we'll do it sometime soon. Oh my God. But I got some claps here, some way to go, Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Hire him. If we ever bring back Big Apple trivia in full, he needs to make me a theme song. That's my request. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Uh, Tim Riley checks in. Goddamn, Ricky, get this man a custom guitar strap. <laughs> uh, straight fire. What a time to wrap. Oh, that's Lizzie. What a time to wrap the orange <laughs> and blue. So a lot of comments coming through. Yeah, whatever reason, like the way that we're running this this show now through this new platform with the whole streaming right. jive stuff on the side, we can't hear the video. Yeah. I heard it prior. Right. Um, you know, and Ricky's Ricky's been great. So keep it up, Ricky. Um, he has totally like, I don't know if you know about this band. Or it's even just one guy, like Dashboard Confessional. Oh my god, yes. Kara's obsessed with them, I'm pretty really? sure. It I might have made that similar, up, but it just sounds like, like a band emo-ish voice. And, um, you know, Ricky's totally talented. So I, I want to use him more like when we get back to the ballpark, yeah. you know, do stuff in, in person. That's, that's the same thing I was saying with a lot of people who were like sending in videos. Like, right. where do you live? You know, well, that's See the video of that um, Tony Metro guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's he been doing, tagging us and things, right? He did. No, no, that's this that's this Al guy. This oh. guy, Tony Metro, he put up a video last week, I think, about like things Mets fans say. Oh, and, that's uh, funny. I have had, to like, look at that. Tall hair, kind of wearing like a blue I jersey. I didn't see it, but that sounds funny. But it was great. And uh, he actually applied or, you know, sent in the video mm -hmm. and a blog post. And um, I think like Starting Nine retweeted it and whatever. It made its rounds. It right. got like a lot of views on Twitter. And um, I reached back out to him like, well, where do you live? And he said he lives in L.A., which yeah. doesn't necessarily stop me from doing cool stuff right. like Ricky's doing. But like I'm thinking I'm over remote stuff, remote things yeah. like we could easily do the show remote if we had to. I, you know, we talked about it. You know, we might do a couple of remote shows right. later on in the year. But as far as like what we do, I love in-person stuff. Yeah. Like if you and I were doing this right now on like FaceTime, yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same flow. You know? I don't get to see Lizzie right. and it's just not as good. I don't get to see a reaction after <laughs> like a <laughs> button or something. So like- You're gonna get it taken away. <laughs> you can't be trusted. I got so many good ones in here that like- <laughs> Classic. Classic. Um, so anyway, that's the long story short with the bloggers and the content guys. like. I'm not saying that you can't work for us if you live in Australia, right. but it makes more sense if you well, live no, somewhere close to Queens. We were even saying, like, my original idea for Big Apple Trivia, I wanted that to be an in-person, like, at a tailgate before a game, just going up to people. Like and like beer money, kind of. Yeah, kind of like beer money, and just putting it together after the fact didn't necessarily have to be a live thing. And I just think, like, that would be so much more fun, one, for people to participate in. Two, probably to watch after the fact. I feel like Big Apple Trivia probably wasn't super fun to watch not live because you couldn't see the comments, which was such a big part of it. Right, Whereas right, right. like this, I think would be more fun to watch and also participate in live. So I agree. Um, once we can safely get back to the ballpark and do things like that, I think that will open up a lot of doors for a lot of content creators for you, for everyone. So. Well, like she doesn't want me to talk about, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> so, you know, I've been doing this. Can you believe this is season 13? 
No. The seven line started in 2009. No This way. is about to be season thir- baseball season 13, not 13 years, but 13th season, 12 years, I That's guess. That's crazy. doing the seven line. You are old. I'm old. I'm old. I'm getting old. You know, like that, remember that face app that yeah. you, that didn't make you look old? I didn't even make me change that much. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I use them. Like, oh, I look the same. Um, whatever. I don't have gray hair yet. I have a couple, but um, I mean, it's thin in the front, but whatever. Right. I'm getting older, whatever. It's so fine. You know, let's say 10 more years or 15 more years. I'm going to be fucking 50 years old in 10 That's years. Crazy. How long Waving can like... Waving flags at baseball games, not, throwing not, out your I'm back. I'm not trying to retire. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell the business or anything, but like no. we need some youth. I know. I agree. So I shared a video today of this kid. He's a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. He was talking about like the linchpin of the season could be like Louis Guillaume. Like yeah. he could play everywhere. He's like the Joe McEwing of right. the team, you know? Um, and he's a senior in high school. So yeah. it's like, That's awesome. we need more of that. Yeah. Um, Gianna. Applied. I love Gianna. Did she? She applied. Oh, we got to get Gianna But I don't Gianna know what to do with her She's yet. She's awesome. You know? So I, that's why I She's feel 16. like... like I, me, we can you, talk about this right here. I you think, be in charge. I, I, I could. I could be in charge of the youths. Until Amelia's but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I I think like you should have more... I guess like... Not that what you do isn't, you know, targeted towards younger people. It's not but, but I also know, like, I, for a long time, and I, I guess I still technically am, I was one of the younger people who hung out with the Seven Line. I started hanging out with you guys when I was, like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old, where it's, like, most of my friends are a good five to ten years older than me just because, like, whatever. But I think it's good to, if you want to, which it is, it's a family-friendly kind of thing, there's that weird gap of, like, teenage to young 20s that it's, like, kind of... Well, it's also expensive. Like it's you can't, expensive. It's, it's tough to go to a baseball game when you're a kid. I also was afraid to drive on the Grand Central Parkway <laughs> until I was 20 years old. So, like, it was hard to get to games. But, like, there could be, like, that that middle in-between. Like, you're not, like, a kid where you want your parents to bring you to games all the time. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. also not totally an adult and whatever. And You also need friends that are also able to do it as well. So, it's yeah. like, you know, it's tough to put yourself out there. Go to a game by yourself. Right. You know, uh, Danny, who worked here for a little bit, used to go to the games a lot with his dad. Right. And, um, you know, he worked for us for a while and now he's in college, but like he wants to get back in the mix. And I was like, Danny, listen, like when you're back around, I'll yeah. find something for you to do. Yeah, yeah. I liked having him around too because he was like younger and I'd be like, would kids wear this? Like, yeah, every yeah. Time. like I'm 40 years old. Yeah, right? is you this wear this sweatshirt, you know? <laughs> Um, and I, I valued his opinion, right. and, you know, he's always getting the fresh cut. So I knew like he had some, somewhat of a style at school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but Gianna, I didn't reply <laughs> to that. So Gianna, we love you. We'll find something for you. I will personally Julia find something just for made you. herself in charge of the youth of the, <laughs> the, the youths the of the seven generation. line. <laughs> Cause Amelia has no, I mean, she's only five and like, yeah. obviously she's, Oh my God. Point. So let's talk about sports day for Amelia. She, she broke your heart a little bit. Yeah. She, she didn't wear oh. Mets stuff. She purposely. She tells me she doesn't like the Mets on purpose. Yeah, to annoy you. Oh, just to get me mad. I love it. God help you when this kid's a teenager. She, she knows already you. knows She already wrong. knows you. But she's also telling people at school that I own the Mets. <laughs> oh. She's like, my dad owns the Mets. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, it's t-shirts. Like, I make <laughs> Mets t-shirts. One day. One day she'll say that, and it's true. It's in the Twitter bio. So it's going to happen. It says, one day, eventual owner. One of day Mets. it'll happen. Um, But yeah, we'll see. You know, I want her to have her own path. But if she does get older... But she's gonna get older, but if she right. gets to the point where like she wants to be in this business, then clearly yeah. like the keys are hers, you right. know. But we'll see. Um, again, not getting any younger, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, the seven line youth center. I'm reading some comments here. Definitely <laughs> share the show if you're watching live. Uh, Julia is now in charge of all the the, the future the kids, youth. maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not as much cursing if you're around like oh, little fuck. kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe I'm not the right person for this job. <laughs> um, if you got any questions well, that was for quick. us, yeah. <laughs> fire them off in the comments. Again, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and and Twitter. If you're listening afterwards, it's a podcast. We appreciate that as well. Definitely hit the subscribe button. We're going to do episodes each week. I think we're doing Mondays for Mondays. the future. Yeah. Kind of like kick the week off with us and um, you know recap whatever happens over the weekend, right. which is pretty cool. Um, and anyway, share the show. We're going to give away some free stuff. Again, mm-hmm. those those Big Apple Trivia winners, I'll hit you up after the show as well. Definitely uh, share it and uh, get involved. We appreciate it. So um, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Walk your dog, hanging just, out. Yeah, uh, my business. I'm very proud of this. This is probably Did the most thing. Did you win thing. an award? Yes. We... Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We were voted best on Long Island, best dog walker. On- <laughs> yeah, best, best on Long Island, right here. Oh my goodness! I am very happy about that. That could not have come at a better time, as you can imagine. A business that revolves around people leaving the house to go to work and going away on vacations didn't do too hot in a pandemic year or so. But I've already gotten lots of business from that, so it's really, really nice. So. Um, yeah, I have just been walking dogs. I have me and Lizzie were talking about we're trying to intermittent fast and that's I'm hungry. So it is my eating window. So I'm gonna go get something to eat after hours. This. How many hours are you supposed to be? I'm now? doing fasting eighteen hours. So I'm trying to eat that's between crazy. twelve you're, to six, twelve thirty to six thirty around there. Yeah. So your eating window should be, you know, like six hours, seven hours, or eight hours. Yeah. And then the rest of them is your fasting. You hours. drink water, you drink as much water as we you want. We eat so damn early. I know. We'll be, like I feel like when we go out to dinner, we're like 90 years old. Cause like we'll go out to a restaurant now, like granted, you know, we want, don't want it to be a busy place, right. but like, we'll show up somewhere. Like we're the only ones there. We're like, yeah, we go out at like five o'clock. Yeah. You go for the senior special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The early bird special. <laughs> um, so I feel like we intermittent, intermittent fast anyway. Right. Knowing it. Cause we eat so damn Well, that's, early. that's I was telling Lizzie before my routine these days is I wake up, I try to work out first thing in the morning and I don't eat before I work out anyway. Cause that would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I immediately shower. I go out, I walk dogs. So it's not like I'm, sitting down steps in too yeah yeah and it's not like i'm sitting down thinking about how hungry i am it's like i'm actively doing things i don't even have really the time to sit down and eat a meal i always just kind of take snacks with me it's just a matter of okay don't eat your snacks until 12 which do you do you have an apple watch i don't i have a fitbit but i lost the charger so (laughs) i haven't been able to wear it protege just chimed in on periscope gianna oh my god i would love to work for you guys so Now that's your job. Your extra job on your plate is to just find a job for her now. <laughs> I will figure it out. Gianna will talk. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so uh, we do have some stuff coming out tomorrow, but I want to mention something cool that uh, was announced this morning. Mm. Um, well, this was an, uh, this was something from uh, Howie Rose a while ago, but Howie, I was listening. He had a show on Sundays for a little bit with uh, Susan, Susan Waldman, Waldman right? yeah. on the fan, and someone had called in about Seaver. And Howie said, this is kind of old news now, mm-hmm. but I wanted to mention it. The Mets and the Seaver family are working together on the statue and celebration. The statue will be ready to go soon, if not already, but they're probably going to unveil it after the All-Star break when more fans can go to the right, ballpark. Right. Because they don't want it. I mean, they could do it, certainly, where it would, would be special, but they want more fans to be around yeah. to really experience it with the Seaver family. So yeah. that's what's going on with that. But um, they announced today, this morning, actually, when you know people got to look at the jerseys mm-hmm. they were going to wear for the game, they are wearing a 41 patch on the sleeve this I year. I like they that. one last year, too, but it, it was, was like black, black. It was like a mourning one. Howie said it perfectly. It was like the black one was appropriate at the time. It was like to mourn him, and this is more like a celebration of his life and legacy. So I right, love it. Right, exactly. Right. I got a picture of it here. Let me pull it up. So, yeah, they're going to be wearing that in their jerseys this year. And yeah. I know that a lot of times when they do 
these special patches, they also offer them up for sale sometimes. Right. So, and you know, the, the profits go to charity and so on and so forth. So look for that. Um, here's a look at it if you didn't see it yet. Very cool. Yeah. You know, I was also so curious. I was thinking about it this morning. Last year, they were supposed to have a uh, Jersey retirement ceremony for Jerry Kuzman. And I wonder if they're going to try and do that this year or just keep waiting until they can actually have people in the stands. Because, like, that's such a, you know, you're doing that. You're bringing back such, like, this beloved figure in Mets history to, like, an empty stadium. That's so, like, it, I feel like that defeats the purpose of a retirement ceremony. Yeah. So I wonder what they're going to, have they said, and you heard anything? I they said anything? Shit. I haven't I mean, heard anything. Who knows if we're even going to be there I in know. 38 days? I know. I know. talked about it. You have tickets with your dad. I, I, it's my thing with my dad. This would be, I'm including last year was nine years because no our cutouts were there. Yeah. We were there. So we have, we go every single year. This will be 10 years in a row. So my whole thing is I, I have tickets. When did you I'm, buy them though? Because if they do like a first come first serve. I bought you... them back in like November. I bought them for, for Christmas. Like right when they went up. Probably. Yeah, basically. I was like, let me do this while there's still relatively affordable seats in like nice areas. So I'm not going to be with the seven line, but I'm like the next section over in like the second row. So they're great seats. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to go, but like my whole thing is I either want me and my dad to be able to go, which if they're going to do like some people are allowed and some aren't. I doubt we will. They'll probably do season ticket holders because that's just like the fairest way to do a game like opening day. So we probably wouldn't get in there. But like, I will be so pissed if like it's against like it wasn't even our fault. We can't continue our streak. That's yeah, just like yeah, every yeah. year we do it. And it's like, I would rather they say no fans are allowed opening day. Rest of the season, fine. Opening day, no you know one is there. You know that they're going to let fans. I know. Because, you know, uh, New Jersey came out last week. I was listening to Moose and Maggie and the governor was on and the, I guess it started today. I think that they're mm -hmm. allowed to start allowing fans in uh, in their venues. Yeah. So MSG, I think, had fans the other Yeah, but there night. was this Jersey. New Jersey's oh, rule oh, was different. Jersey, so New right. Jersey started, like he was on and he said something about if the venue holds 5,000 or more, they could do 10,000 capacity indoors, mm -hmm. so 500, right. or 15% in an outdoor venue, so like college football or whatever okay. it may be. So I'm thinking that's now. Right. Opening day is 38 days away. If that jumps up to like 20% or 25%, whatever, well, you also, field holds like 40 something thousand. You also have to hope that allowing these people into fans and these great numbers don't cause numbers to rise in Corona right, right, cases. Right, right. Like it's all dependent on how responsible can the people be once in the building. I saw yesterday they showed pictures of people at Yankee spring training games, like walking around with no masks on. And it's like, you're, you're gonna Tampa. ruin it for everyone else. Tampa, like, I told you. I it's I I get it. And Florida's like a different freaking world down there. They literally don't care. But like, if you want this to continue, I know it's annoying. But my God, just follow the rules. Don't ruin it for everyone else. Would you rather sit in a stadium with a mask on and sit on your couch? And if you'd rather sit on your couch, then sit on your couch and stay there. <laughs> like, don't ruin it for everyone else. It's mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm very that's that is why I fear what baseball will look like a month from now. What it'll look like by by October because we haven't regularly had fans in stadiums. We had like a few playoff games, which I heard there was not a lot of spikes in cases, but a lot of those people that were at those games, I'm pretty sure were like vaccinated healthcare workers. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. I fingers crossed people can be responsible, but we're talking about drunk people at baseball stadiums. So my, my hopes are like, responsibly. Yeah. Responsibly. Uh, so we'll see. My I expectations mean, are very low. 38 days away. I mean, like I said before, we have over 600, 602 members. And our section normally holds 859. Yeah. So let's say they say, let's round it up to 900 or 1,000, whatever. Right. They say 20%, 200 people, less than 200 of us can go. 
So that's why we we talk to the the, the fans about the renewal process. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. if it has to be done this way, it's probably going to be first come first serve. So if you wait until like the last possible day to renew on January right. 8th, you're probably not going to get to go unless they hit capacity. I I'm trying to think of like what it's I was, a lot of logistics for the team, yeah. and, I don't, and I don't envy them at all because there's going to be a lot to figure out. And now we're going like, to owe a lot away. of people a lot of money. Credits, going to be credits. That's you what know? it's going to be. That's just the way it's going to have to happen. So sucks. Um, again, looking in the comments here, we're coming up on an hour. I talked to Julia about this. We used to kind of do our shows where we would stop on an hour just so we could upload to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think we should kind of do that again today because we're we kind of run through. We ran through our yeah, whole sheet here. We got through everything. We're good. And then every then it can get uploaded to Instagram, but <laughs> um, we'll see. So uh, we're not going to cut it short yet. A couple more comments here, and I want to talk and chill a little bit about tomorrow's drops. But uh, vaccinated healthcare workers comment commenting in the chat. I appreciate all you do. Uh, why wouldn't they space us out? Well. Not they don't appreciate us. We appreciate that. Well, no, I know that's what yeah. I was saying. I was I'm glad that they're there. Yeah, absolutely. they're watching. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, that's the story for for opening day. As soon as I have information, though, I'll, I'll be sure to let people know because they got to like get time in. Oh, yeah, time we're, off we're, of we're getting and, we're getting down to it here. Yeah, 38 days. So, um, oops, here we go. <laughs> so tomorrow we have some stuff hitting the site. For a lot of people, this might not be new products, depending on how long you've been rolling with the seven line, but. Uh, the Mets fans have more fun. Design's been been popular for a while, mm-hmm. but this is gonna be the first time it's on black. Looks really. So if you're not nice watching the live stream and you're listening afterwards, go to the site. I'm wearing it today, mm-hmm. and I'm also showing these off right now. So if you're listening afterwards, you don't know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> um, so the on deck circle on the site has a whole bunch of stuff on the site. Some new favorites, some old favorites, and it's funny because some of these designs have been up for like seven years and they consistently sell out. So yeah. the reason why we keep restocking them is because they keep selling. So. Hit the site tomorrow if you happen to miss out. And, um, you know, all the stuff's in stock and we will ship it immediately. So definitely get excited about the season and pick something up. And, um, yeah, we'll get it out as soon as we possibly can. Oh, I also want to say, I finally, for those who didn't hear when me and Darren were doing our test run chat the other day, um, if you won money on the last episode of Big Apple Trivia, um, you probably did not receive your codes until, like, today um that being (laughs) that is completely my fault um darren had sent me the codes and as i was sitting this is back in like the end of october and as i was sitting down to send them out uh my mom called me and told me that my grandma needed emergency open heart surgery was being taken to the hospital as we speak i got very distracted grandma's fine knock on wood um, she's totally fine, but I completely forgot, never got back to it, finally did it. So there was one thing though, I saw you gave me a code and I asked you for a code for a $50 gift card. And I went back and watched the show cause I didn't have the name of a $50 winner. And I went back and watched the last show and I don't think there was, but if I owe someone $50, please tell me, don't <laughs> lie to me. me. Everyone's gonna <laughs> don't lie me. to me. But if you, and I can find the proof of it somewhere on video footage. Um, let me know because I, I don't want someone to not get the money that they want and that's $50. That's a big one. But yeah, um, now people are going to be naming you. Like, no, oh, I will be like, you should link me to the show. Tell me what minute to go to and I will <laughs> absolutely send you $50. <laughs> well, Julia, I'm happy to be back. Me too. Uh, hope you are too. Hopefully we have games to go to soon and um, I know the, the opener is tomorrow. So if you're going tomorrow, have fun, be safe, uh, have a good time out there in, in Port St. Lucie. Uh, if you happen to go to Hop Life afterwards, the the brewery up the street, Tom, I said hello. I love that place. Or good times. 
Have you gone to Hop Life? No, I go. I go to Good Times. Good Times is that's <laughs> that place. Good is Times is where else. you go for bad times. <laughs> good Times is like the Duffy's closes, and like I guess there's nothing else. There's to do nowhere now. else to go. You just stumble into Good Times, and it's just like the alcoholic seniors of Port St. Lucie. It's awesome. So much fun. I'm kind of against bars and strip malls. Okay. I'm not really into strip mall bars. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I just feel like I mean, I I don't need. I've never even heard of the one you're talking about. How long has it been there for? Uh, a couple of years. Oh, okay. A couple of firemen. And okay. Then, uh, it's great. I haven't spot. been the past couple of years, so yeah, maybe we, it wasn't we there. We had our pregame party there. Uh, it's like the night before party for mm-hmm. a couple of years. That's when Brody came down, and uh, we did. Our yeah, I wasn't there, there that year. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun. It's a good spot. Great, yeah. great spot. Great beers. Um, yeah, go there. Don't go to good times. <laughs> yeah, go go to hop. Yeah, got, you know what? I'm I'm big on like live music and like you know. Ricky yeah. Guitar. Ricky's got to play at the tailgate party. Absolutely, he'll be the the music. Yeah, him and hook him up to Finley's a, speaker. <laughs> no, right out of the truck with yeah. uh, Elvis. Oh, true, right true. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, can't, I fucking can't wait to tell you it again. I, I can't wait. I know. But well, I couldn't wait for this show just because it was like something to look forward and to. And it's just something normal. Fun. Yeah. Talk about baseball again or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever else. It may yeah. Be. yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> so uh, share the show again. Again, we, we do the share contest next week. So if you're watching at the end of the show, you can still share it. If you're watching the replay, you could still share it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to give away some gift cards next week. Thank you guys for checking in. If you're watching the game, hopefully, uh, I don't know. I think the Marlins are, are broadcasting it, but I didn't want to mention that till the end of the show. Yeah, don't don't leave I us. Want you to leave. <laughs> but uh, you know, enjoy yourself. People tomorrow. were commenting. All the whole comments are and, people uh, that are watching the stream and watching the show at the same time. Oh well, so thank you good. for your loyalty. Thank awesome. you. See you guys next week. Right. Bye. In the box. <laughs> Bye. Uh, hold on, one more. <laughs> oh, do it. I wasn't talking about the hot dog. Oh gosh. <laughs>